Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Evan Jimenez. Boston has been mostly cloudy recently, with Tuesday hitting a high temperature of 81 degrees. Temperatures Wednesday are expected to reach a high of 83 degrees, with thunderstorms expected in the afternoon. You can expect the week to look similarly rainy as things remain in the mid to high 80s. We jump over to Amanda Schneider now, who reports on college reopening plans in Maine. Maine could face major economic impacts this fall as colleges and universities within the state decide whether or not to reopen. According to a report from the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, Maine has the highest number of communities that are heavily dependent on colleges and universities for their local economies and employment. Out of the 57 communities in New England that are considered heavily dependent on college for employment, 19 are located in Maine. The report added that six schools located in these communities, which the Boston Fed declined to identify, are vulnerable due to a decline in enrollment and a low endowment-to-expense ratio. According to the report, the differences in endowment between public and private schools must be taken into consideration, as five of these schools are public and one is private. As of now, the University of Maine system is planning on reopening in the fall and closing campuses by Thanksgiving break, while Bowdoin College has decided on remote learning for sophomores, juniors, and seniors for the fall semester. In Fairfield, Connecticut, I'm Amanda Schneider for WTBU News. Thanks, Amanda. And now we'll head over to Stephanie Joseph for a story on a potential TikTok ban in the United States. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that the U.S. may consider banning Chinese social media apps in a Fox News interview on Monday. Pompeo told Laura Ingram on the Ingram Angle that the U.S. will be paying close attention to TikTok as they work towards a ban. Pompeo suggested that users who plan on downloading the app are exposing their information to the Chinese Communist Party. TikTok was founded by the Beijing-based tech company ByteDance in 2016. According to a statement to CBS News, TikTok pointed out that it has an American CEO and hundreds of employees involved in multiple fields, including safety in the U.S. The social media company also denies sharing user information with the Chinese government and would not do so if asked. TikTok has said that IP addresses, locations, and other data collection from U.S. users remains in the U.S., this comes after India announced a ban of 59 Chinese apps, including TikTok, just over a week ago, with Australia also considering similar action. In Laurel, Maryland, I'm Stephanie Joseph for WTBU News. Thank you, Stephanie. Up next is a story regarding the University of Washington's coronavirus death model from Lily Kepner. The University of Washington updated its model predicting U.S. coronavirus deaths following a recent surge in cases. They are now predicting 208,255 deaths by November 1st. The model accounts for precautionary measures states or the country may take as cases increase, such as instituting a strong social distancing requirement. However, the model states that if 95% of people in the U.S. start wearing masks, the prediction could fall significantly to 162,808 deaths. The new prediction comes as many U.S. states face higher than ever before daily cases, while some leaders refuse to mandate masks. For instance, Texas had a 10,028 case jump in one day on Tuesday, bringing the state to over 210,000 cases total. In Florida, the 10,000 daily case increase has been the norm for several days, prompting 10 Democratic Florida lawmakers to write a letter demanding the governor issue a statewide mask mandate. 
The model also warns of a possible surge in cases in September and October and said that their predictions could change again if at-risk groups face an increase in cases. As of Tuesday, the U.S. death toll is approaching 131,000 people, and there have been approximately 2.96 million cases in the country as a whole, according to John Hopkins University. In Wilton, Connecticut, I'm Lily Kepner for WTBU News. Thanks, Lily. Finally, an update from Gabriela Lopez about Brazil President Jair Bolsonaro. Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro tested positive for COVID-19 on Tuesday, he announced on national television. Bolsonaro, who for several months referred to the virus as the little flu, acknowledged the severity of the pandemic and how it could affect the elderly and people with pre-existing conditions. He said he feels good and he can walk, but he won't have any in-person meetings anytime soon, as doctors recommended. Brazil is currently ranked second in the world for coronavirus cases, with around 1.5 million cases and 65,000 people dead. Local experts estimated that due to the lack of testing, the number of coronavirus cases could be 12 or 16 percent higher than official numbers. When lockdown started around the world, Bolsonaro said this measure will only hurt the country and has appeared in several anti-lockdown protests without a mask. In an interview with CNN Brazil, Bolsonaro defended the government's management of the pandemic and stated, no other nation in the world has prevented death. He also said that the contraction of the virus is inevitable and it should happen over time, so hospitals have enough respirators and ICU beds. In Miami, Florida, I'm Gabriela Lopez for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Jenny Cornrush and Will Andronico, I'm Evan Jimenez reporting from Somerset, New Jersey for WTBU News. <laughs>